If you're a high-achieving male who's looking to turn your body into a fat-burning, muscle-building, high-performance machine while enhancing your performance inside the gym and in your business, then the Road to Alpha podcast is for you. I'm your host, Dan Go. I'm a body transformation specialist, leading health expert, and the founder of the Body Transformation Mastermind, where I help other high-achieving men just like you create and live in amazingly dream-come-true bodies with ease and minimal stress. Now for a free and in-depth training on how to transform your body without the use of restrictive diets, cutting out carbs, or even doing long hours in the gym, then head on over to dango.blog training and jump onto our alpha body training today. And now, let's get on to today's episode. What is going on? It is your head coach, Dan, here. And today, I want to talk about the top two hormones when it comes to fat loss. Now, a lot of people may think that uh, the regular one would be insulin. Maybe some people would be thinking it's growth hormone. But uh, in my experience, they are very far from the truth. And uh, there are two specific hormones that really are critical to to know about and be aware of and to modify and to adapt to while you're on the diet. And, uh, and I'll be getting to those in just a second now. One thing that uh, one thing I have to do is just be the bearer of bad news, not Brad news, but bad news. Uh, and it's the fact that you know most people who go on a diet and lose weight end up regaining that weight within a year. And I didn't make that up. It's a statistic, and it's not really that promising when you think about it. I mean, uh, just knowing that you know losing if you lose like ten pounds, twenty pounds, thirty pounds, whatever it is there is a big chance that you will gain it all back if you don't do the right things. Well, why do people gain the weight back in the first place? Well, one of the big reasons is that people view diets as a short-term solution, and they don't necessarily look at changing their behaviors. Okay, so when you think about weight loss, it is not about tactics and strategies. Yes, you will use those, but it really is about choosing the long-term path for which your lifestyle can actually live, right? So you got to choose a diet that is really tailored to you and that is one that fits your current lifestyle. Of course, you're going to have to make some concessions. You're going to have to, you know, make some compromises. But again, you want a diet that fits your lifestyle. Another reason is that our bodies actually have appetite and weight regulating hormonal mechanisms, Okay, they try to bring your body back to homeostasis. And in general, they try to keep your body the same as it is. Um, One thing that I tell my clients all the time is that, unfortunately, our bodies are not necessarily primed for fat loss. Our bodies are primed for survival. And uh, anytime that you take energy in the form of food away from your body, your body will go through certain mechanisms to try to retain as much energy as possible in order to avoid starvation or avoid famine, all right? So when we consistently take in less energy uh, in the form of food, then we usually extend through our metabolic rate and activity, our bodies actually respond by making us hungrier, okay? And uh, and again, our bodies generally do not want to change. And you can say that for kind of like the average person in, in North America, they are very resistant to change. Okay, they want everything to stay the same. And if you try to change things, you know, your body is actually going to respond with uh, some compensatory mechanisms, such as uh, revving up your appetite hormones. And the two hormones that shape your appetite and hunger hunger signals, and the ones that I feel are most important when uh, going on any diet, is leptin and ghrelin. 
All right, so let's uh, let's find out a little bit more about leptin and ghrelin and how it affects overall weight loss. So leptin and ghrelin are huge players in regulating appetite, which uh, which honestly, in my eyes, they influence body weight and fat because if you join, if you actually do a diet and you are constantly feeling hunger as a result, uh, that's not going to be good for long term adherence to the diet. Okay, when you get hungrier, obviously you tend to eat more. And when you eat more, obviously, you know, trying to maintain uh, a body weight or trying to maintain any type of weight loss is going to be hard. So both leptin and ghrelin are like kind of you, you can look at them as peripheral signals with like central effects. All right. So in other words, they're kind of secreted in other parts of our bodies, but they affect our brain primarily. So leptin is secreted primarily in fat cells, and, as well as the stomach, heart, placenta, and skeletal muscle. Uh, leptin decreases hunger. Now, ghrelin, ghrelin is secreted primarily in the lining of the stomach, and ghrelin increases hunger. Okay, so while leptin decreases hunger, ghrelin increases hunger. Both hormones respond to how well fed you are. Okay, so usually leptin also correlates. Leptin usually correlates with uh, your fat mass. Like the more fat you have, the more leptin you produce. And both your both hormones activate the hypothalamus, the part of your brain that's kind of like the size of an almond. And here is an important part point that you have to remember: both hormones and their signals get messed up huge with obesity and just dysregulated eating. And just being plain irresponsible with your diet. All right. So, why is this the case? Okay. So, like, how does leptin work? So, leptin is made by your adipose tissue and it's secreted by your circulatory system and it travels to the hypothalamus. You don't necessarily need to know all that. Just know this the more fat you have, the more leptin you make, the less food you'll eat, and the higher your metabolic rate is going to be. Conversely, the less fat you have, the less leptin you have and the hungrier you're going to be. So think about this. Like when you, uh, when you did a diet, you dropped like 10 pounds, 20 pounds, whatever you inevitably dropped leptin as a result and it made you hungrier as a result. Okay. So basically for weight loss, you know, the more leptin, the better. Now, unfortunately you would think that people who are really highly obese would just magically stop eating or just start losing weight because their leptin levels are super high. Unfortunately, there is something called leptin resistance. And in terms of leptin, leptin resistance, okay, it pretty much is like a signal that your that your brain and body do not do not take in at all. Like the brain, and once the signal goes up, the brain doesn't listen. There is no drop in appetite no increased metabolism. Your brain might even think that you're still starving even though you have ate two persons worth of food because as far as it's concerned, you know, there's not enough leptin in the body. Again, leptin is a signal to your body to say, hey, all right, I'm full, all right? So in turn, this actually makes you even hungrier and it's a vicious cycle. So if you are leptin resistant, and one of the ways to find this out is to, to really look in the mirror. And if you have like 15, 20, even 30 pounds of fat, and it's all kind of stored in the gut, then you are most likely leptin resistant. So it's a like, again, like I said, it's a vicious cycle. So with leptin resistance, you eat more and then you just gain body fat, like, and more body fat means more leptin in your fat cells. Too much fat means that proper leptin signaling is just disrupted. Your brain thinks you're starving, which makes you want to eat more. You get fatter and hungrier. You eat more, you gain more fat. The cycle continues. And interestingly, 
All right, leptin resistance is in terms of like fructose. Another leptin resistance fun fact is that you know fructose seems to induce leptin resistance hard. So foods that contain fructose are are usually what not they're not the main causes, but they do cause it. All right. So there are a number of theories why this actually works. Uh, when in reality, it's like you know if you go through enough disordered, irregulated, irresponsible eating, um, guess what? Leptin resistance, leptin resistance is going to be a consequence of your actions. Now, when it comes to ghrelin, all right, so ghrelin was discovered about seven years after leptin, and uh, and, and, and leptin, you know, is a, is a hormone that is a result of a buildup of fat, so it's kind of like a long-term regulator of body weight, while ghrelin is the short-term kind of hunger response, the, the, the response that your body gives when it's like, when it's like making noises and it's like, hey, what do we eat? All right. So your stomach makes ghrelin when it is empty. Just like leptin, ghrelin goes into the blood. It crosses the, blame, uh, the blood-brain barrier and ends up at your hypothalamus where it tells you you're hungry. And ghrelin is high before you eat and low after you eat. So if you want to lose weight, you want less ghrelin so you don't get hungry. If you want to gain weight, you know, let's just say like if you're a skinny person, that wants to like build a lot of muscle, then you really want more ghrelin to gain a lot more weight. All right. Or at least you want it to stay as high as possible so you can eat more. Now, both hormones, as I mentioned, they regulate appetite and hunger and both of them regulate homeostasis, which is your body just trying to keep things the same as possible. And when you try to lose fat, your body will respond by changing hormonal levels so that you actually get hungrier. And obviously this is like a, a challenge for a lot of folks who try to lose fat and keep it off. Right. And it can lead to kind of like the yo-yo dieting uh, phenomenon. Now, one of the ways that uh, we can actually, you could say control leptin and ghrelin. They're not necessarily the easiest ways, <clears throat> but they are pretty simple, right? So one of them is, is uh, making sure that you just have healthy behaviors in place. You know, eating whole natural foods. That's number one. Okay, so, you know, eating foods that don't necessarily, <clears throat> that haven't been processed. And uh, obviously staying away from junk. You can eat fruits, obviously, but you want to eat foods that are whole processed to, to kind of like rework these hormones to start kind of like working with you. One of the other ways that I found that works really, really well, especially when it comes to managing your hormone ghrelin is to put your body under a regular schedule of feeding your your hunger is very much like a dog okay and when it comes to your hunger when you eat meals in the same times especially if you have them as whole foods they're very fibrous they have a high amount of protein they're just whole responsible real good you know types of meals this helps you, you know, pretty much stave off hunger, and it also helps you regulate when your hunger comes, all right? So this is kind of like in relation to what I said about you got to make sure that you follow a diet that is attuned to your lifestyle, not the other way around. And one of the specific reasons or one of the specific kind of, uh, I guess you could say, reasons I say that is because you want to line up the times that you eat with the lifestyle that you live. This may seem like a very simple, uh, may, it may seem like a very simple kind of like statement, but 
again, your body just thrives off of routine when it comes to diet. So the more you can actually get yourself under a regular schedule of eating, one of my favorites is the 12-4-8 method uh, made uh, popular by Martin Burkhan. My personal uh, diet, I guess you could say schedule, is like eating at 2 or 3 p.m., breaking my fast, and then eating again around, I would say, like anywhere between 6.30 to 7.30, all right? So this is, I'm going to say these two hormones, and, and actually one of the biggest you know, hurdles that dieters are going to face is just weight regain and in dealing with it, it, it can be a daunting prospect. Okay. So you got to realize that your appetite is just controlled by a host of kind of like complex interacting factors. And what you have to realize is that, uh, is that, uh, you can only control the things that you have control of. And sometimes you have to go through periods of a lot of hunger to to rework your body's hunger response and i really do believe and i've I, i've just i've just seen this and experienced this over just helping thousands of clients is that when you start regulating your hunger eating for fat loss and eating for the weight that you want to stay in becomes so much easier all right and there are a number of factors in regards to losing weight your main factors that you can control all right and the ones that i would suggest in terms of uh, you know at least having some semblance of control over your diet is is one of them could be you know taking a fish oil every day omega-3 fatty acids are linked to decrease hunger uh going under a or actually doing a regular meal schedule and following it for seven to ten days so you can rewire when your body likes to get hungry one of them is making sure that you're doing whatever it is possible to get a great, 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 great night of sleep because lack of sleep leads to more ghrelin and less leptin, and it also disrupts glucose and insulin metabolism. And sleep in general, it's kind of one of those behavior modifiers that uh, if you get this right, then all other things kind of line up a place. But if you allow yourself to, to kind of I guess you say do exactly what normal people do, which is like go on their screens at night. Um, you know, well, go on the screens at night, have disruptive uh, kind of like sleeping patterns. And, and just in general, they don't have a routine for when they go to sleep. Um, they don't have a healthy routine that is then, then essentially guess what? Like your behavior and your hunger is going to be deregulated. Okay. And understand that, you know, when losing fat, guess what? You are going to be hungrier and it's a normal thing. And one of the, one of the weirdest, but most true, um, statements that I've ever heard about losing weight and fat loss is the fact that, you know, you're on a good diet when you're going to sleep a little hungry. <laughs> All right. And the final thing is, is, uh, I would say, you know what, if sticking to a diet and, getting your body to the shape that it needs to be and doing it in a way that is sustainable and one that allows you to keep the results that you work so hard for. If that is something that you highly desire, I would highly recommend getting some training. All right. And one of the ways that you can do that is by going to dango.blog slash training and taking on the alpha body blueprint training that we have online. And that alone, and we have been told by so many people that that alone has kind of shifted how they approach dieting and working out and have given, and it's given them a much more simpler, sustainable and predictable way to lose weight and to keep it off. Right. So, so 
if you need some guidance and if you need to understand kind of like the, the I'm not going to say the secrets, but the principles to, to actually losing the weight and more, most importantly, keeping it off, I would definitely go on that training. It's at dango.blog slash training. And you have uh, just learned the two hormones that I believe are one of are one of the most important factors that you have to get in, in control or else, uh, you know, else you're going to be losing weight and doing so in a way that just tortures you <laughs> or you're going to be, or you're going to just be constantly hungry all the time or you're, or you're just going to give up, you know, at the first sign of uh, adversity because you don't know exactly what should be happening at each phase of your fat loss program. So if you want some clarity, if you want some predictability, then go on dango.blog slash training and go on the alpha body blueprint training. It's completely free and uh, it will teach you everything you need to know for, uh, for how to lose weight and sustainably keep it off. So that's about it. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I really do appreciate you and uh, I will talk to you soon. See you at the next one. Take care.